coronavirus stimulus is set to end, and millions of unemployed Americans are wondering if there's any more to come. The U.S. Senate meeting to try and make plans. Both parties agree a second stimulus bill is necessary. It's the details that are up for debate. The historic CARES Act was passed not many months ago, $2.2 trillion in financial help. But next week, a major part of that aid is set to end. Unemployment assistance, which was an extra $600 a week, will go away. Those still without jobs are hoping for another round. Recently, the Democratic Majority House passed a $3 trillion HEROES Act. Republican senators say they want to help while making sure people don't become too dependent on unemployment. Both sides are committed, but will they set party lines aside? We all need more help, but where does our help come from? Look up. Your help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, where we get to share together the great story that's all about Jesus every day. And we're in a series this week called A Royal Priesthood. When all around my soul gives way, he then is all my hope and stay. One of my favorite lines from the classic hymn, My Hope is Built on Nothing Less. But in recent months, I think we can change that first line. Instead of just our souls giving way, which they do often as we struggle to live faithful lives in the Lord, what happens when all around our world gives way? That's what the past months have felt like. Coronavirus has turned our world upside down. The brutal death of George Floyd reminding us that everything isn't great where we live, perhaps, even if we'd like it to be. Suicide rates and depression are on the rise. All around, our world is giving way. And how are we responding as Christians? Well, we're in this series, A Royal Priesthood, and I hope we're responding just like that old hymn says, turning to Christ, recognizing it's only in Him we stand. I hope even in our times today that we can say Jesus Christ is all our hope and stay. As Christians, we're called to pray. We're called to stand in the gap and plead to our Heavenly Father on behalf of those around us. That's part of what it means to be a royal priesthood. After all, we're called to be a praying people. We'll look more at this calling in 1 Peter 2 in a little bit. And we'll also hear from a doctor in Florida who's on the front line working with COVID-19 patients and has some words of encouragement for you and me today. We need to pray. There will be a lot of people who are not getting sick with coronavirus, but they are suffering from the emotional and mental aspect of fear and concern that has become hardcore worry. Dr. Sabine Elisay will be back with us in a moment. She works with people of all ages, even kids, And I know she would be the first to say that we need to look out for the children in our lives. The last four months have been a great challenge for many of us, some physical, but all of us mentally and spiritually. And the children in our lives are no exception to this. They miss their friendships at school and Sunday school even. And so often the shows and movies they're watching alone do not honor the Lord. What are parents or grandparents to do? And that's why we've been reminding everyone the brand new Slugs and Bugs show created by my friend Randall Goodgame in Nashville. You remember him? He's the award-winning musician who created the Sing the Bible series. Now he's back with a TV show. show. 
And then, after the program, designed to be both entertaining yet pointing kids to Jesus, we have the entire 13-episode collection of the Slugs and Bugs show for your minimum gift to the ministry. And if you'd just like to try it out with the first three episodes on a single DVD, we have that for your gift of any amount. I know it'll lead the children in your life to think and talk about who Jesus is and how he wants all of us, kids and grown kids, to glorify him in all we do. So you can call us after the program at 800 654 2836 800-654-2836. Or go online and watch samples from a fun show. Our web address is haventoday.org, haventoday.org. Let me share with you something Michelle in Ohio did. She made a gift to Haven and asked that the entire series be sent to another family member she loves. And we can do the same for you. Just give us their name along with address. We'll mail it directly to them with no extra shipping. Now, I want us to open with a song by Nicole Sponberg.
joined Haven today, if you missed the beginning. And that was The Solid Rock, sung for us by Nicole Sponberg on this Haven Today and a program called A Royal Priesthood. And now I want us to welcome to the program for the very first time a general practitioner in South Florida, Broward County, Coral Springs, Florida, having the highest infestation rates of COVID in an entire country. Dr. Helise, welcome for the first time to the program. What are you telling your patients right now when you see them? The most important thing that everyone should know, no matter what age you are, is to wear your mask. It may seem like something that's very simple. It may seem like that's something very small, uh, specifically when we start thinking about the gravity that this illness has had. And a lot of people are thinking this little mask may do nothing, but it does everything. So the most important thing that everyone should be doing is when they are leaving their home and going into the community, wear your mask. Um, We really talk about the three Ps. uh, And the three Ps, I say, for coronavirus is... uh, a perspective. You have to understand the perspective of it. You have to be practical and you have to pray. <laughs> so the perspective of this is the, the reality that this is, um, it's causing a lot, of, a lot of heartache for a lot of people, that there are definitely a lot of people getting sick. The, also, the practicality of it is wearing your mask does make the, the difference and it does decrease uh, the risk that you or anyone else would have in regards to getting infected or carrying the virus. And also the reality of uh, just because it was a horrible case for someone else, it doesn't mean your body won't be able to mount the response that it needs to mount in order to fight it. And that's the reason why we see some people do okay. There's some people who are asymptomatic. We have a lot of tests that we do at the office where individuals, and I would say that's the majority of our tests, a lot of individuals, they're feeling fine, they have no symptoms, but when we do the rapid antibody test, we found that they actually have been infected or they're currently infected, and um, their body has been able to fight it and mount the response. So the the perspective is that just because it's a horrible case for other people doesn't mean it'll be a horrible case for you. Uh, The practicality of it is that you want to make sure that you're still using common sense. And I know a lot of times people say uh, common sense is not as common as we think it is. (laughs) But I think that there is definitely um, this reality of that you you don't want to do things where you get so comfortable that you're um, not wearing that mask, that you're going to these parties, you're going to these large events. And I think more importantly, and and I would say this, not even just from the a spiritual point of view, but just the reality of the truth. We need to pray. We really, really need to pray in regards to the mental and cognitive health of individuals, because there will be a lot of people who are not getting sick with coronavirus, but they are suffering from the emotional and mental aspect of fear and concern that has become hardcore worry. Mm. What a good reminder. The three P's, perspective, the practical, and of course, prayer. Prayer being the most important. Dr. Helise, you're on the front line and have given so much of your time and effort to help in this pandemic. How are you coping with all of this personally as well as spiritually? I give myself a lot of grace. There are days where um, the most important thing, and I'm so thankful that I'm I'm in, I grew up, um, my dad is a pastor. He is um, 
uh, just a, an amazing man of faith and prayer. So throughout residency, it's always been the same thing that dad has always said to me, that I am simply an instrument by God. And because he's called me into this field, he will protect me. And that is very hard when you know you're doing this testing and I'm coming back to small little babies. So I have three boys. I have a two-year-old, a five-year-old, and a nine-year-old. And when I want to get gripped with fear, I remember dad's words. And it becomes more than just dad's words. It becomes my pastor's words that ignite something inside of me to remind me that I am in the palm of God's hand. And because I'm in the palm of God's hand, it is his job to protect me because he is a good shepherd. And because he is a good shepherd, he's going to take care of me. And that's what as that has been. The other thing that I, I recall in the midst of this all is the reality of what scripture tells us, that they are delivered by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Well, the blood of the lamb already occurred. The word of our testimony is what reminds us of that that situation that we were very afraid about years ago, when we look back at it now, we saw God's hand there and how he protected us. And that's what reminds me that the same God who was with me yesterday is going to be the same God who's with me today. And it's going to be the same exact God that's with me tomorrow. And I'll be honest with you, Charles, there's are days where I'm driving to and from the office where I see all this illness I see um, individuals who are just not honest, in all honesty, about um, them testing positive and moving about the community very freely. I'm disheartened by it. My heart grieves it. And even in that moment, I have to find myself just crying and praying for God's mercy and protection, not just for me, not just for the individuals at the office, but particularly in Broward County and in Florida and truly around the world because it's disheartening at times, but it really comes down to the reality of we have a place to rest our anchor and that's in the rock of our hearts and God who is faithful. Dr. Sabine LSA from Coral Springs, Florida, thank you so much for joining us today with both practical as well as spiritual encouragement. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm so glad to be on with you. Thank you for what you're doing and um, pushing the kingdom forward, connecting with listeners, and really bringing hope to so many people. So I appreciate it. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Don't go tired, keep going. This is Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris. We're in this series of Royal Priesthood, and it's my desire that if you follow Jesus, that you remember your calling to be a holy as well as a royal priest for Jesus Christ. And one of the main functions of a priest is to pray foremost. We're called to stand in the gap and plead before our Heavenly Father on behalf of those around us. So let me ask a question. How's your prayer life? What are you praying for right now? Sadly, too many of us focus on our own agenda when we pray or don't pray. We think the Democrats or the Republicans or the liberals or whoever is on the other side of us is our enemy. And we pray our prayers in a way that says we're right and they're all wrong. But when we pray like this, we're falling prey to our own sin, I fear. We forget that in our sin, apart from Jesus, we're all the enemy. Paul himself said it, enmity with God is what we have in and of ourselves. It's only in Christ that we're made friends of the Lord and one another. As priests, we aren't called to pursue our own agendas. 
and in our prayers for the world, or in our prayers for our neighbors, or even in our prayers for ourselves. Our great high priest, Jesus Christ, prayed to the Father on the night before he was betrayed and crucified. And you remember what he said? Not my will, but your will be done. Think about that. Not my will. That should be our heart's cry as a people called out of darkness into the Lord's light. Not our will. If there's one thing COVID-19 has revealed to us here in North America, but especially where I live, it's that we love to control. As priests, we're called to pray for the Lord's will, not our own will. But it goes deeper than that. Let's go back to 1 Peter. Let's hear again how he calls us as priests. You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. And then verse 10, once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Isn't that last line incredible? He's echoing the prophet Hosea, of course, but he's talking about Christians. Once we're not a people, Christ's life and death for us makes us a people. Once we had no mercy, but through Christ we found mercy. Forgiveness, acceptance before the Lord. We are a holy priesthood, a royal priesthood, set apart by the Lord to serve his purposes. That's what it means to be holy. And through Christ, we become citizens in the heavenly kingdom, co-heirs with Christ. It is so important that we not forget this. We're royalty, princes and princesses, heirs of the eternal treasure, that royal priesthood. Our values and our priorities should be rooted in this. We're called to be kingdom-minded, good news people. As we pray for our nation, wherever we live, we pray as citizens of heaven. We pray that the Lord's glory and righteousness would prevail. We pray that COVID-19 would be done with. We pray that racism and brutality would end. We pray that violence would stop, and there is violence today. We pray ultimately, though, that many would come to know the Lord, that Christians would serve their neighbors first and love them enough to seek their good. It's what Christ did for us, isn't it? Our great high priest brought us before the Father on the night he was betrayed. John 17 records this incredible high holy prayer that he prayed for us. He prayed that we would be marked by unity. It's one thing to say we're believers or to say we have faith in Christ, but it's another thing to put our citizenship in heaven above our earthly citizenship. This is so hard to do in a political world today, but it's worth it. Christ is the king. He's made us royalty in his righteous robes, and he's called us as priests, holy, royal, united by his blood, called to love our world just as he did, sacrificially. He died and rose again, and he's given us all his spirit, the Holy Spirit. So we turn to him. We cast ourselves on him by faith, and we pray. As a royal and a holy priesthood, we pray. We pray he would be glorified. We pray that we would be faithful. 
and we pray many would come to know him. It's truly all about Jesus, our Lord, our priest, and our king. Oh God, we've seen your faithfulness. You brought us from the wilderness. But now our faith is frail and weak. Oh God, of mercy hear us. performance by Mackenzie Fuller with Sovereign Grace Music, co-God of Mercy, hear our plea. 
and the album is called Prayers of the Saints here in this haven today. I'd like to give you an idea to help the children in your life turn to Jesus more this summer. With so many summer activities closed this year, and then, of course, movie theaters, shopping malls, bowling alleys even. Kids are home, and they're watching a lot of TV and movies. Well, that's why we want to offer something for the children around you that's both fun to watch and full of the gospel. And it's called The Slugs and Bugs Show. And it was created by Randall Goodgame and a producer from Veggie Tales. It's Mr. Rogers meets Sesame Street. More important, all 13 of the episodes lead you to Jesus and the gospel. We have the complete 13-episode collection for your minimum gift to help support us in these lean months of summer. We also have the first three episodes on a single DVD for you to try out for your gift of any amount. You just need to call us right now. And the number to call is 800-654-2836. 800-654-2836. Or go online where you can see samples from the show fun puppets and the sets and all the action, and then you can make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And don't forget, we can send these shows to those that you love without any extra shipping. Marsha in Arizona made a generous gift and asked us to send them to her grandkids with a note, love Gigi and Papa. Thanks, Marsha. I know your grandkids will be blessed by your gift in the Slugs and Bugs show. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? But again, we get to share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God. This is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Few diseases are more terrifying than Alzheimer's. I watched my grandmother suffer for a decade forgetting her family, losing her ability to comprehend the world around her, and though she had put her trust in Jesus long ago, she had no memory of that. She was no longer able to hold on to Jesus. But that did not mean Jesus had ceased holding on to her. In fact, this is one of the most emphatic promises Jesus ever made. Speaking as the great shepherd about us, his sheep, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. Anchor Devotional is daily encouragement for your walk. Visit GetAnchor.com.